she said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hi guys. Hello. Today we're going to be talking all things Love is Blind. Obviously the live reunion was just on Sunday night. So now's the perfect time to dive on, on into the whole season. Yeah, and me and Stephanie purposely have not talked about the show literally at all. Oh, yeah. So I feel like we have a lot to unbox, unpack, if you will. Agreed, agreed. First things first, I kind of want to go over some gripes that I have with Netflix. Okay. Obviously, I think everyone has one major gripe, which was the live reunion, but I've had issues with them all season. Let me know if you agree with okay. this. So I really am not a fan of the spaced out releases of episodes. I feel like the beauty of Netflix was to binge mm -hmm. And to, like, have to stop every few episodes and take a week break, like, I lose my momentum. Totally. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I could talk about this for literally a million years because I do work in streaming, so, like, I have strong opinions on— Well, I oh, just—I yeah. think Netflix is getting to a point where they don't really know where they fit. Like, for a long time, they were the leader in the streaming space— and then they were really seeing a lot of success with those reality shows. And I feel like they're trying to recreate, like, the kind of momentum that Love is Blind had in season one and season two. And if you're trying to rebuild that, you can't be fucking up the live stream. Or, like you said, I think the beauty of the earlier seasons of Love is Blind was that you could binge and people do lose momentum. And it's I'm running into a similar thing that I feel with The Bachelor that it is becoming repetitive now we're on season four of Love is Blind. I need like a bit of a new twist. And I feel like that's what they were trying to do with this live stream. But then you cannot drop the ball. Like other streaming services get it right. And then also don't even get me started. Like their original content is all they have pretty much because all other streaming services are pulling back their content. Like shout out Peacock has now taken all of their stuff off Hulu. And now you have to go to Peacock to watch Housewives and some of these other big franchises. So they don't have the backing of a billion dollar content company behind them like Disney or Peacock. So they got to like step it up or they're going to fade into oblivion. That's my rant yeah. on the streaming industry. That was a very nice rant. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. With the live stream too, I kind of was like, well, what was the added value there? It's not like they, they took questions live. It's not like there was anything specific to live. So the fact, whether it was live or they filmed it and, and aired it, I wouldn't have known the difference. So why didn't it just... Why didn't we just air it? I totally regularly? agree. I think the only reason to do something live like that is if there's some like really big, juicy confrontation. And to mm -hmm. my knowledge, I don't really know if there was. Also, guys, full disclosure, I didn't think the live aspect of watching this reunion was that important. So I wanted to watch Succession. So I tried to watch it this morning and I couldn't get to it because they fucked it up and now they're not releasing the reunion till 3 yeah, p.m. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Eastern time. We're still going to recap it, and Stephanie's going to kind of break down what happened, and I can give my thoughts because I have very strong opinions on all of these people. But yeah, I think the live aspect was a huge miss, and there was no value added in it. Mm -hmm. um, another gripe I have with mm -hmm. Netflix. Oh, okay. Back so, to the gripe. You have so many gripes. Yeah, back I to love my, it. I have, I, have, I have a gripe. And like, the thing is, like, I really like Love is Blind, so I'm mm -hmm. not trying to knock the show. But these are things that, like, Netflix, if you are subscribing to the Patreon, which they probably are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, these are things I think that you could do to make this season five better. So, one, go back to releasing them all at the same time. Make us wait a week for the reunion. Mm -hmm. Don't make us wait for, like, another episode because I, like, forget where I am. Yeah. I lose that momentum that I, you really need when you're binging a series. Okay, number two. So the peak of each season of Love is Blind 
is by far when they move in together and then they meet the other people who they dated in the pods. And since that's the best part, I feel like we take too long to get there. Specifically the pods. The pod episodes do not need to be two and a half episodes, especially when you're showing conversations and storylines of people that won't actually end up mattering later in the season. Like, give us a half an episode, give us the overview, like give us the uh, love triangles we need to know. But from there, I don't need to hear about like how when your mom was younger, she gave you this this keepsake necklace and and you end up, that girl never and isn't even on the show. Like, why did I have to know that story about you? So there was a lot of wasted time. I personally think the pods are kind of a snooze fest. And I know you even said, and my husband said, that after episode one, it was hard to even want to watch episode two because of how slow the pods were going. I powered through, and by episode three, I was hooked, but, like, why? not everyone's going to power through. So I think, like, getting to the good stuff sooner yes, would help. Yes, I 100% agree, because I had that same struggle of really feeling invested and I think it's hard to feel invested when you feel like you don't know the people yet. So I feel like they need to, because there's so many people going into the pods, like you said, they really need to hone in on like, okay, who do I need to know about? And like, introduce them to me now. So I can really like, like, I feel like it took me to like episode four to really know everyone's names. And that's sad. Yeah. They're just taking too long to get to the juicy part. Like I would watch the whole series of just them living together. Like I don't need the wedding dress. I don't, I don't need, there's so many parts Mm -hmm. of the show that like, I don't actually care about. Yeah. And then I realized, I wasn't alone because my TikTok feed is all Love is Blind stuff now and I love it. And there was a TikTok of like, this is what everyone did during the finale with the marriage proposals or the weddings. And they're fast forwarding all the conversations before the weddings. And I was like, oh my God, I did that too. Because they were so boring and repetitive. Like, let's just get to the good stuff. We know that the good part's coming up. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's break down like the couples and the stuff we want to talk about For me, my favorite couple was Kwame and Chelsea. I found them the most entertaining. Well, I'm in love with Kwame. Okay. I mean, and I get that. I (laughs) think he is the most attractive guy out of, like, the whole bunch. The thing with them, though, I was the most surprised to hear that they are still together after the reunion because I always felt... Like, oh, this isn't going to last. This isn't going to last. This isn't oh, going to last. That's why they're my, oh, oh, that's they're why not they're my favorite. favorite. I'm, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh please, girl. Uh, they're not my favorite because I'm rooting for them. They're my favorite because I found them the most entertaining because Chelsea seemingly was very desperate for his mm-hmm. approval and for his love. And he seemingly didn't want anything to do with it. And I cannot, I, if I would have bet a million dollars, it would be that he would have said no at the altar. Or that they're no longer together today. And the fact that both are wrong. Pretty shocking. What did we miss? Like, I don't know. And I don't know how she could have watched back all of those scenes with Micah and not come to the... Because to me, those scenes really made it very apparent that Chelsea was a second choice. And no one should have Mm -hmm. to feel like they're a second choice in their own marriage. And so I don't understand how she could watch those scenes back and then, like still be like, no, we're in a good place. We're going to move past it. Unless, I don't know, maybe they have really great communication and they've, like, talked through it. But I don't know. I I was expecting that to be the case, that after watching it back, she was like, yeah, this is very apparent that it wasn't supposed to be me. I think the saving grace is they're watching it back a year after it happened. With The Bachelor, they're watching it back just, like, two months later, and it's so fresh and new. 
Like, what is she going to do? Divorce her husband of a year because he flirted with some girl a year ago? I actually can understand. Kwame made out like a bandit. Because I think if Chelsea had to watch that scene, like, shortly after, it probably could have broken them. Yeah. But you know Chelsea. She probably put him through the ringer behind closed doors. Like, that was like a 45-minute inappropriate conversation. He's, like, touching her leg and basically saying he's not sure that he made the right choice and... I mean, he flat out said he is attracted to her. That already, I'd be like, immediately, no, immediately, yeah. no, deal breaker. <laughs> My husband cannot be attracted to any other woman in the whole world. Just kidding, yeah. I guess that's No one exists not possible, but, but me. Yeah, so I was really surprised by that. I was happy that Vanessa asked them about that at the live show. In the past seasons, they did... I mean, I'll be honest, not the best job with the questions. And this season, I was like, there's so many specific questions that I felt they needed to ask that they did. And they really, mm-hmm. like, she was not taking fluff answers. And if, you, if she asked someone something, oh, yeah, so like Jackie <laughs> said, she didn't see it. So I'm telling her. But, like, if people gave an answer that contradicted themselves or a fluff answer or a sidestep answer, she would question them again. I had a list of very specific questions. But I would, I will mm-hmm. say a lot of them were... Answer. Like, so they bring up, like, the pool scene. Mm. Chelsea says it was very difficult for them, but they have a really strong foundation, blah, blah, blah. Kwame apologizes to Chelsea on TV and then says, I also want to apologize to Chelsea's family Mm -hmm. because it's not reflective of who I am as a man. Again, I think looking back on it a year later, it's like you could say I've grown now because it's a year ago. They questioned Micah, though, too. And I feel like she, along with some people, were giving very, like, practiced answers like Vanessa asked her do you feel like who broke up with whom did Kwame break up with you or did you break up with Kwame questioning something she said and the truth is that Micah broke up with Kwame I think Kwame would have had Micah if she would have had him and Micah's answer was it doesn't matter what it was what matters is that they're a happily married couple so whether my version of the story is the truth or not and it was very like she seems that she seems to realize that she did rock the boat in their relationship and no longer wants to do that. Right. So she's like, kind of like, my hands are clean. Like, I didn't do anything. I don't want to add any fuel to the fire, which I think Chelsea respects. Like, enough of you talking about my man. Totally. I feel like it actually shows a lot of growth from Micah because I think from what we saw in the show when it was being filmed, she was kind of like, I don't know, into the drama. And who was the girl that was with Zach before. What's her name again? Irina. Irina. I, Irina. Why did I want to say, like, in in something? I knew it started with an I. <laughs> I don't know. They just gave off a very, like, catty girl vibe. And so to see Micah being, like, prioritizing her friendship with Chelsea over rocking the boat further, I think shows a lot of growth. So, like, go off, Micah. Yeah. Go off, Micah. I mean, I feel like it's funny. This was the first time we've seen Kwame and, and Micah in the same room together since all those like parties that they mm-hmm. would have. And every time they were all together, they would end up gravitating towards each other and having some kind of inappropriate conversation. And then they, it didn't seem like they even looked at each other at the reunion. Like, I think she very much wanted to have some kind of boundary of like, okay, you're married. This is done. Like, right. that was a TV show. I don't want to be a part of it, but. Do you think she thinks... Do you think she, well, first off, do you think she regrets breaking up with him in the pods? Because I think had they, like, if she accepted his proposal and they went through everything, I actually think they might have stayed together. Yeah. They have, like, magnetic chemistry, you know? Yeah. I I think, well, at that, I don't, I think they would have stayed together. Yes, they would have had a chance to. And do you think Chelsea and Kwame are, like, just, because now they're married a year and they're happy. 
I'm, do you think? I mean, good for them, I guess. I still feel like they're just very different people at their cores. Like a lot of the conflicts in the show was Chelsea just like wanting a different lifestyle than what Kwame wants. And so it's just kind of like, I don't know how you reconcile that unless he has maybe come to terms with wanting a more like settled life with a dog. But they just feel very different to me. So I always felt like maybe their lives don't mesh as well as they could with someone else. Even different lifestyles, but also like different personalities. I feel like she wanted him to be something that he wasn't. Yeah. Like he would say a comment and she'd say, can't you just say you're beautiful? Or like she just seemed to always be nitpicking. Like he would say something and she wanted him to say something else. And I understand where she's coming from as a woman. You want to hear certain things mm-hmm. from the guy that you're with. But, like, if that's not who he is and that's not what he's giving, like, I don't know. I feel like she was always looking for something more with him and kind of ignoring the red flags that maybe he didn't. But he did. So I don't fucking know. Were there red flags? Maybe not. Maybe I'm crazy. No, I don't think you're crazy. I think there are red flags. I mean, I don't know. So you're saying they seemed, like, happy during the reunion? Okay. Oh, yeah. And I'm shocked. I feel like everyone had their money on them going to the reunion being like, yeah, we wanted things to work out, but ultimately, like, yeah. we didn't make it work. And they're not saying things like marriage is marriage is really tough and, you know, we're working on things, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're like, no, we're happy. We love each other. It did not seem to me, no. It's not giving a Caitlin and Jason, like, marriage is yeah. incredibly difficult and right. a lot of trauma. What is it? <laughs> or what, I don't Angry know what crying? Said. Yeah. Or, um, screaming crying? Perfect storm. Yeah, what is that? Oh, ta- Miss Taylor. Taylor. You're on such, <laughs> such a little Taylor kick. I love it. I know. Oh, that's all my For You page is just the Eras tour, which... Oh, yeah. Is... Same. Exciting. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, if, they, if they've made it work, go off. I wonder if they feel pressure... If they felt pressured, though, to stay together and appear happy for this reunion. And then maybe once, like, really real life hits and, like, they're no longer in the spotlight, I wonder if it'll stay. I guess we'll have to see. I guess we'll never know. Unless we will. Well, we will know eventually. <laughs> exactly. Next couple is Micah and Paul. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised that they didn't end up getting married? Um, no. So I made predictions with my husband before the finale, and I said, mm-hmm. Kwame and Chelsea, these were my predictions, Kwame and Chelsea definitely breaking up. Obviously, that yeah. was wrong. <laughs> I said, Micah and Paul won't get married, but they'll stay together and date. That mm-hmm. was wrong. Brett and Tiffany obviously get married. And then I said, Mm -hmm. Zach and Bliss, I thought they'd get married. And they did. So I was 50-50. Okay. So what were you? What were your thoughts on it? Well, so I thought maybe they wouldn't get married. But I thought the person who would have been the one to break up or initiate the breakup would have been Micah. So I was really shocked to see that. Like, she was kind of all in and would have said yes had he said yes. And he was the one saying no. Yeah, but do you believe that? I don't believe that. I think that's something she says now. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, go to patreon.com slash she's all batch for the entire thing. Obviously, guys, normally we would just preview this episode in our Thursday episode, but because this is such a timely episode, we not only wanted to get it up as soon as possible, but we wanted to push it here so that you guys were aware of it as soon as possible, because I'm sure on this beautiful Monday, you're looking for Love is Blind recap. So we wanted you guys to be aware that this is here. Go to patreon.com slash she's all batch to hear the entire episode.